Day number nine, five reasons to rejoice today. Philippians 4.4, Paul says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. I love it. It just says rejoice. Stir it up. Just this is one of those things where we get again, like Psalm 103, bless the Lord, O my soul. There's there's these three different ways we can get joy. One is truth joy, where it's what we believe brings joy. Romans 15, 13, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. The more truth we believe is the more hope we'll have, the more all joy we'll have, the more peace we'll have. The truth will make you free. We first get free in our emotions, and we got three great emotions, hope, all joy, and peace, and then we get free in our circumstances. Lies restrict us, first in our emotions, and then in our experience. Lies create self-limiting belief systems that limit our potential. And we, we think about truth joy. We think about Holy Spirit joy. So powerful. Psalm 1611, in his presence is fullness of joy. In his manifest presence. Again, we may not be joyful every time we're in his presence, but if we're never joyful in his presence, we may not be as much in his presence as we thought we were. And then we have this rejoicing joy where we choose joy. And this is what we're talking about today, of choosing joy. We're not waiting for a manifest presence to touch us. We're not waiting just for the effect of truth to touch us, but we're going to stir ourselves up. The Bible says, stir up the gift that is within you. And one of the gifts we have within us is joy. And certainly this choosing joy can be tied into truth joy because this choosing joy is really going to forcefully cause us to believe truth. It's what the psalmist did in Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. And forget not his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquity and heals all your diseases. He goes on. But see, it was this, hey, bless the Lord. You're forgetting. You're forgetting truth. So I'm going to become intentional here to help you, soul, <laughs> to focus on what's true. Don't forget it. Don't forget what's true. Because if we forget what's true, then our, our joy decreases. So we rejoice in the Lord always. Now, we rejoice, we rejoice, we stir it up, we choose joy. And it's in the Lord. We rejoice in the Lord. How, how great is that? We, we talked yesterday about magnifying the Lord, not the problem. Magnifying the Lord, not the devil. Magnifying the Lord, not our past. Magnifying the Lord, not the faults of others, etc. And it's in the Lord. It's part of delighting in the Lord. God, I can't wait to see what you're going to do. I'm so excited to see it. 
I rejoice in you. I rejoice in your promises. I rejoice in your salvation. I rejoice. And then it says always, make it a lifestyle. Make it a lifestyle. Rejoice in the Lord. Oh, and Paul wrote this stuff from prison. Wow. So good. And so we, we talk about rejoicing. And here's five reasons that will inspire us to choose joy, to rejoice in the Lord. Number one, it shifts the atmosphere around us. We're thermostats, not thermometers. Paul and Silas in Acts 16 were in prison and they were singing hymns at midnight. They were rejoicing and it caused an earthquake and chains falling off. Two, it activates God's promises. One of the main things to rejoice in is God's promises. When we rejoice and we, we thank him and thank you, Lord, that you're going to meet all my needs. Thank you that you have begun a good work in me. will complete it. Thank you that all things in my life are working together for good. Thank you that I can do all things through Christ. Thank you that my prayers are powerful and effective. As we do that, it activates God's promises. And our joy, woo-hoo! Thank you, Lord. This is, this is exciting. Um, rejoicing opens the eyes to what we have. When we rejoice, and rejoicing and thanksgiving are really linked, and as we are thankful and as we're rejoicing and, and we're rejoicing, like Paul and Silas in Acts 16, they were just rejoicing in their salvation. They were rejoicing uh, in the Lord. They were rejoicing, I'm sure, with their eternal life, but they were rejoicing that they believed their lives were in the hands of the Lord. And it, it caused their eyes to be focused on what they had. Number four, Rejoicing helps us focus on the eternal. The greatest thing to rejoice in is the fact that we as followers of Jesus, we have eternal life. Wow. You know, if you can find no other thing to, to be joyful about, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. And thank you, Lord, that we have eternal life. Thank you. Thank you that our names are, are written in the book of life. Thank you. Thank you for that. Just even right now, just take a moment and just thank the Lord. And if maybe by chance you're listening to this, you don't even know Jesus. And this is a great opportunity just to call out to him and believe and say, I believe. And Lord, I give you my life. And something supernatural is going to happen to you. You're going to get what the Bible calls born again. In John chapter 3. And then we rejoice and it is our strength. It's our strength. And we, we get stronger. Pessimism leads to weakness. It leads to tiredness. It, it leads to a lack of energy. Joy it is, is an expression of faith. It's an expression of hope for ourselves, for our future. And it gives energy. 
in our lives. Wow. Wow. So today we just, um, we think about rejoicing in the Lord and we realize that there's going to be times, there's going to be days. Every day at some level, we'll tell ourselves, no, Steve, rejoice. Steve, attach faith to this. Steve, no, don't go there. Don't go there in your thinking. And every day, but there's going to be sometimes, there's going to be some periods of our life where we just need to have it out. I've had seasons where there's just been a dripping faucet in the back back of my spirit, so to speak, drip, drip, drip uh, of, of pessimism, of discouragement, of feeling like a victim and disappointments unresolved. In my, and where there's just been times where I've just had to flat out have it out. I write, I write about that in my book, Fully Convinced, The Art of Decision-Making, about having it out. And there's times. Every person that I'm talking to is where we're going, you and me, where we're going. We have to learn to encourage ourselves in the Lord. And that's really what this rejoicing piece is. David in 1 Samuel 30, verse 6, he was in a very negative circumstance. It says David encouraged himself in the Lord. And this piece of rejoicing is a part of encouragement, of, of learning to encourage ourselves. And I believe this, that even as you're listening, that there's a grace being released to you right now to encourage yourself like never before, to rejoice in the Lord like never before. And I see you releasing this to many, to many. Thousands will be influenced through you, through your faith. Thank you for not quitting. Thank you for celebrating progress, not perfection. And by the way, I haven't said this very much, but my definition of joy is joy is the childlike wonder of working, the childlike excitement and wonder of working with God instead of working for God. All right. Looking forward to tomorrow. It's going to be activation day, review day. Uh, going to have some great things for you.